0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somosmos, the official podcast of Somos Moss NM, and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United. That's right, folks. We are back. We have New Mexico United news and notes to get to this evening. It's been a minute since they've done oh, it. Oh, Unidos! Earl's yeah. ignoring us completely. Um, Earl is not in the spirit right now. Yeah, he's not at all. Um, but guys, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. I
1: I just want to know where the fuck this energy was yesterday.
0: Yesterday, we're talking about a U.S. loss in the World Cup. This That's, is New even, Mexico United. Uh, carry on. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we started this show. This is why we're doing this because we are. New Mexico United guys. It is again, it's, it's been a minute. I mean, the last show we had was after the end of the season. Um, we, we spent the past couple weeks talking about nothing but world cup, but now we've got news. We've got Greg Hurst, new striker coming in. We've got re-signing of Austin Yearwood and there's a signing coming tomorrow morning. And uh, we've already figured it out. If you haven't figured it out already, We've got a tweet out. Go look at Facebook, Twitter, wherever it is. The information is there, guys. We'll go ahead and say Alex Timbakis resigning with the club tomorrow. Fantastic news. We've been looking for a keeper. I uh, can't wait to, to see that announcement tomorrow. Uh, Alex obviously has been a big part of this club since he came over. So super excited to see that and, and see where, thing, where the club continues to build uh, in the coming weeks and months. And so, I mean – First of all, Earl, let's get let's start with you. I mean, how how important is it to you that we get a keeper now, and we're not waiting another couple months to find someone? Um, make (laughs) sure this thing's on.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I think that it's important because it's a secret, so we can't say who it is. Um, for David. Look, David. Even Earl figured it out. Just putting that out there. Um. So yeah, I think it's important because obviously we need a keeper. Like you can't play a game without or play a match without a keeper. So having a keeper now and having someone reliable is nice instead of having to go scrounge for somebody like uh oh I don't know, Ben Lunt or Lunt or whatever whatever Phoenix has going on right now. Um
0: I'm sorry, I, I, that's a weird pull for me because Ben Luntz stood on his head multiple times last season.
1: Yeah, but where do they Phoenix. wind up?
0: I put that on, we've talked about it, that's on Phoenix's, uh, Phoenix's defense. Like that, that defensive back four was just terrible. <clears throat> Anyways,
1: carrying on. Um. Yeah, so I think it's important because now we don't have to worry about now we can go find a second keeper if we need one or if we don't already have one. Um, shut up, Jacob. No, I was just going to say, I think we need to put this as allegedly signing a keeper. Allegedly. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Sorry, David. Okay. Um, allegedly signing a keeper. If we were to sign a keeper that the Facebook post said we signed. Um... <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> To sign me off, like, I, I, I will day admit day. this is,
0: yeah. Allegedly, we're re signing uh Alex Tenbakas tomorrow. Uh, the hint is that there is a keeper re signing, so allegedly, Alex Tenbakas is coming back tomorrow. We, we do want to put that caveat out there. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think securing a, a goalkeeper, especially at this point in the season, one with who's a veteran and with, with veteran you know ha- has those skills, I, I think is huge because you already see a, a core group of guys coming back that has. A lot of uh, has a number of years under their belt. These guys have played together. You know, again another year. You know, working out the kinks. Yes, sir. Help,
2: help me out with the timeline here because I'm having a brain fart. Okay. Will this be Alex's second or third year with us? Third. Okay, that's what I was thinking, but then I was like, what, I, so okay.
0: Yeah, because that that was something I went back and, and looked at before as well. Because we signed him COVID year. Yeah,
2: I know we signed him because Cody left you know, late in the off season, almost mm-hmm. in the preseason, Cody left. And, uh, cause we were thinking Philip was going to be our, our number one there for a little while. And then, and then they brought in Alex. But now that I think about it, Phil was with us that year, mm-hmm. not with us last year. So yeah. So this will be year three. That's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The year three with Alex. I mean, you know, allegedly Alex, um, uh, we're, we're going to keep that up here. Um, yeah, it's just another veteran guy. You know, a guy who's been around, he's got the experience. And you know, he had a fantastic season for us last year. I mean, were there instances where we thought things could have been done better, done differently? Yeah, yeah sure. You know, that, that's how it is, but you know, you want a guy like Alex uh in between the sticks. Um heading into your season, a guy who's going to be vocal and and be able to control a match from the back. So, I think this is a huge deal for us, especially so early in the off season. Um <laughs> i know david we're just having some fun with it at this point so and yeah, we're just kind of messing with the role as well
1: yeah he's allegedly messing with us
0: <laughs> um but yeah i mean we don't you don't have that that the uh the in, the uncertainty of who's gonna anchor that uh going forward so I, I think it's a huge deal especially before the holidays you know have that in there and then we, you know it's just exciting to see i think he was announced coming back
2: next last year fairly early if i'm not mistaken. But yeah, I, I, we, you know, me and Earl, when we go to matches, you know, typically they're there at the beginning, we would stay on whatever attacking side United was going for. So, you know, if they were attacking the curse, then we were in the dugout. If they were attacking the outfield, we'd go to the outfield. But there towards the end, we decided, you know, let's just stay in the outfield because it, it's an awesome view from back there um, as far as the stadium in general and stuff. And then, you know, we don't always give love to the back line and and stuff like that. So we started staying back there, even when Alex was in that goal there and it kind of gave you a home (laughs) and it kind of gave you like a whole new perspective of the defense and the communication that they have and, and, uh, how they have to, you know, be in sync back there. And we, we really liked eventually staying back there uh, when Alex was in goal over there and, and probably continue to do that next year. But, uh, hearing him, you know, bark out, um, orders and, you know, it's, it wasn't always friendly. Like there, there, there is definitely some, Hey, what the hell are you doing? Kind of vibes coming off back there at times. So, uh, it's exciting to, to know that we have that leader back and the guy, a guy that the back line listens to and, and trust back there. Uh, aside from the one, um, Kaelin riding past that Alex just whipped on, but, um, other than that, you know, I I thought he had a great year last year and, and I'm excited to have him back.
0: Allegedly Earl, have him back. Allegedly, yeah. There you go. Um Earl, with this alleged signing, do you feel more do you feel comfortable with how the, the back of the of the club is shaping up? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna name the episode when I upload the podcast. Allegedly, allegedly. a new podcast
2: yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I'll I'll jump
2: in for Earl real quick because he made a joke instead of answering the question. We're still pretty thin back there, guys, at the moment, as far as who we know is coming back. We've we've got right and we've got Timbuktu's, and we've got Yearwood now. Um, you know they announced what was that two days ago? Um, the the bringing back of Austin Yearwood and and that is huge, but um, we need we haven't heard any word on Suggs, We haven't heard any word on Ratty, um, Tete. Swahi, you know, we, if my memory serves me correctly, it is, it is. I mean, Harry's technically can be a, a left back, but yeah. yeah. But but for the most part, you know, we just really have Riding and Yearwood, um, and then Tim is coming back so far. So yeah. hopefully, we get some some more word on on some defenders either coming back or, or coming in. And and Rydie, uh, was who's
0: apparently still in Albuquerque.
2: So what is his Instagram post said? Uh, it said his location was still Albuquerque, which I think uh, bodes semi well for us. Um, I would love to see him back. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I, I we're thin back there, but you know we're not done,
0: obviously. Yeah, I know. Still a long ways to go here in the off season. Earl, did Jacob steal your steal your thunder there, or <laughs> <laughs> allegedly no. steal your thunder? No. Okay.
2: No. 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 <laughs> no, he didn't even know what the question was. He, I, just knew, he just knew that he was going to
1: say allegedly no matter what you asked him. I just know that you asked me a question as soon as I picked up my phone. It's like you saw me do it or something. Why, so yeah. why do you have your phone? Put your phone down. We're, we're recording a podcast your, right here. You shut your mouth.
2: I, w- I wanted to say something so bad, but I'm not going to because we're
0: live. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, again, another guy at the back. Another great signing. And, Jacob, you brought up Austin Dearwood. Again, As announced a couple days ago. He's returning for uh, for his fifth season with the club. So great news, lifer, lifer. Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, Hello, Robert. Thank hey, you for Robert, not jumping you, in with Team Earl right away. He's also
2: <laughs> he's also a lifer. Uh, um, Robert, yeah, is
0: <laughs> What wh- we love, Austin. You know, I- I've had a chance to talk to him. Actually, I, don't, I think I told you. I just sat on a plane with him a few years ago. um yeah. So great guy, fantastic in the community. You know, really a well real loved. Um you know, within the community for everything that he does, you know, on and off the pitch. And he had some injury issues last year. Um, And it, I want to ask you guys, and Jacob, we'll start with you. I mean, we, we all kind of thought that Austin probably should have gotten a look elsewhere. So is, are you a little uh, bit surprised uh, that he's returning or do you think that this is, you know, something that he was looking forward to doing and possibly you know, building back up to where he was pre-injury?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, Looking at Austin, I mean, he came in. Um, I, I think he played somewhere else before he played here, but I can't remember if he was a rookie because I know Rashid was a rookie that first year, but I have to look at that real quick. Um, but he he's just fit in so well. East here. Coast,
1: somewhere's East Coast,
2: he might have. I don't remember. I think Seth's on the case now. Um, Jeez, but he geez. he just he just seems <laughs> you don't even have kids. Richmond Kickers, David says. Yeah, I play Richmond uh, Kickers
0: in Charlotte Independence as
2: well. <coughs> okay. okay. So I knew he wasn't a rookie. But he's just come in and he's fit in so well here, uh, both on the pitch and in the community. And and he he does kind of seem like a, a Brucey type, uh, where he he might not wanted to go anywhere else, even though he was I'm I'd be interested to know if he had any offers anywhere else because he had I mean he's at, when he's when he's on the pitch, he has been incredible for us. Um, honestly, since match day one of year one, I remember, um, for that particular match, I had we, you know, we didn't have the podcast, we didn't have the media credentials or anything like that. And I had season tickets, um, in that, you know, third base corner, uh, to the right of the or to the uh, east of the curse there. Essentially, what you're uh, saying
1: is we were nobodies.
2: Yeah. So, but I had season tickets there and, was, uh, you know, brand new to soccer for the most part, um, had been watching a lot leading up to the, to the initial match, but hadn't seen it live or anything like that. And, and I remember Yearwood sticking out to me, um, you know, he was patrolling that, that right side of the, the defense and, and I was like, dang, this guy's really good. And, um, ever since then, he's just been super impressive. He's been, um, a workhorse out there when he's, when he's healthy and, you know he's got a USL Goal of the Year under his belt uh, last year, and so or two years ago, I guess. Quote from Yearsie, Ah David, with the quote here. I want to win a title here real bad. There was never any doubt in my mind that this is where I want to be. So yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I, yeah, it seems like he's a lifer. Um, you know, we got him and years or him and Brucey uh, coming back for year five. Um, that's all we know about right now. We could have Suggs and Dev. Uh, and Sam possibly, uh, depending on what we hear in the future. And then kind of, I mean, do you guys count wehan as a lifer? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, he was as he, like he, a
0: five year guy. Cause he did. Yeah, I mean, he episode. was gone for yeah. half a season, <laughs> you know, and clearly that clearly that didn't work out. So he, he was on to I don't, yeah. I don't think you can
2: like, like he's gotta be, uh, to me, he's gotta be like his own special category. Cause these other five, hey, Nancy. Know, if they come back. They've been, they've been here the whole time. They haven't Nancy. they haven't Nancy. left, they didn't leave to resign Nancy. elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, so I'm just gonna mute his mic real quick. And uh and so I, I think you kind of have to separate them a little bit, um even though he has been a part of all five seasons. Uh but anyways, you know, we could we could have a few more of them. Now, but but he definitely
0: did seem like one of them. You brought up some things that that I definitely want to get to here in, in a little bit, but yeah, I mean Austin he's always been fantastic. Always been, always been fun to watch. And before, before his injury issues, he obviously he was clearly one of the best defenders that we get to see, and especially in the Western Conference. And and from what we watched at the Eastern Conference, I, I felt like Austin was one of the best left backs in the league. And I felt like he got massively overlooked in the Player of the Year uh, voting and things like that, and the, the various different media outlets, you know, USL Tactics and and other guys, you know, leaving him out like. I felt like Austin outperformed pretty much I'd say 95% of the left backs in the league and so you know seeing him come back and seeing the, the impact that he's have and will continue to have just just tremendous and so um earl for you I mean obviously Austin comes back he's he's going to be the, more than likely at this point the starting left back for us or you know potentially you know the left the left center back in, the, in a back 3 where do you see Austin go in terms of development? Do you see him sticking out to the out wide, or do you see you know Zach maybe moving him to the middle a little bit more to help out help out Kalen with with the with the pace that Austin provides? It's hard to tell
1: at this point. I mean, not with the entire back line set. Um, yeah i I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to speculate because last time I tried, I made a fool out of myself. So. I gotta say,
2: allegedly. Seth, I gotta say Seth. The uh the hat with the United hoodie, not, it's just not working. It's just not working. Yeah. Well, you know. And and two things. One, the when I first saw the hat, I thought it was an avalanche hat. And I was like, I thought he was with the blues this year. Oh, absolutely. And then not. and then I thought it was an Aggie hat. And I was like, how the fuck are you wearing an Aggie hat right now <laughs> with everything going on? So I was thoroughly confused. And every no. time you wear that hat, I do the same damn thing and it pisses me off. <laughs> Nope. All right. No. Nope. Uh,
0: side. Side note. Done. There you go. All right. Um. Yeah. Austin Year is back. Uh. And, and that brings us to. I want before we get to Greg Hurst. Jacob, you brought something up. You talked about you know Sugsy and Hamilton, and and Dev potentially coming back. Let's say, as a theory crafting as a theory crafting exercise, Allegedly. that you could allegedly, that you could only allegedly bring back one of these guys, when allegedly one of these guys is retiring. Who comes back? Who doesn't come back? Who retires?
1: So is this like this a, this is a high school game? Like, who you yeah, marry? Is, who you yeah, date? yeah, 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 yeah
2: exactly. That's exactly what this
1: is. <laughs> I hate this game.
0: Uh, you, gotta let, you gotta so, let one go. You gotta bring one back, and one of them's retiring. God, no, it's tough. Can you retire?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, Can I plead the fifth? No. Okay. All right. Fuck me. Uh, so, so there seems like an obvious, like an obvious way to take this, mm-hmm. which would be Dev retires, bring back Suggsy, let Hamilton go. That's that's how I read your phrasing of the question. Was that's what you wanted me to say, uh, or that that's what some people on this podcast? I feel like you're looking at me. <laughs> would want me to say? Um, <clears throat> you know, Sam had had a couple. It started off really well, but had a, had a rough end of the year there after that Sacramento game when Seth chinks him. Um, but I don't know. I just don't know. What's what's gonna happen is if, I, here's what I well, think let me will fra- happen. Let me phrase it this Here, way. Here's what I think will happen to completely destroy the rules of this little game that you just made up. Uh, both Suggs and Dev retire, and then we bring back Sam. Uh, that's a terrible idea. Well,
0: Robert, I'm sorry. We had's already been announced for next year, so that's not happening. Um, and, and David Carl does bring up a point there. Rosh also hasn't been announced. One oh, Rosh.
2: Other- Son of a bitch, yeah. Rosh, I'm sorry.
0: I love you, Rosh, and I completely left you out of that. And, and we'll get to we'll get to Rosh, you know. But, I mean, of these three guys, Subsy, <sighs> Hamilton, and Dev, guys who have been – I mean, Rosh had instrumental times last season when we were dealing with injury, and Rosh looked tremendous. I still um, think, Rosh,
2: if you have any defender attacking his side one-on-one with Rosh, I'm going to bet on Rosh every time, and I'm going to make money doing it. Um, uh, because one-on-one, he just seems to just shut everybody that's tried to dribble around him
0: or do anything. He's just shut him down. Yeah, he has. And he's been, he, he really showed out a bit this past year, which is, which is good for him. Um, you know, Suggsy had some injury concerns last year. Uh, Dev had the, you know, the heart condition, uh, came back had limited time. Sam came off the, off the leg break in 2021. And, you know, had phenomenal moments. He looked really good for most of the season. So from a productive standpoint on the field, not necessarily goal scoring, but being productive, whether it's creating chances, scoring goals, being good defensively, which one of these guys do you think is the best producer? So I'll, phrase it, I'll phrase it that way. Which one do you think is the is the biggest producer? And that's the one that you would want to bring back, Suggsie.
1: Okay. Well, we know for sure it's not Hamilton.
0: I I mean, that's debatable. To me, that's debatable. Because debatable to who? A kindergartner? No, to me and anybody that watches the same play.
2: If you, if you are taking into fact playing time, minutes played, and overall kind of quality that they bring i think it's sam because the other two have missed quite a bit of time um now now dev obviously is is coming back from a a major issue and so he could uh get back up to you know the dev that we saw a few years ago where he was playing more often um but i think if you're looking at this next year if i had to bet on it yeah i'd bet sam sam's the youngest of the bunch i believe or at least the healthiest of the bunch if he's not the youngest and for the mistakes that we saw him make there at the end of the season he was really good um he he was really good in large stretches last year so and i think that you're muted seth uh and i think that that uh that Hamilton Portillo midfield a lot of the times performed really well.
0: Mm-hmm. You are correct. Sam is the youngest of the three. Josh is the oldest. So I, yeah.
2: And, and, and you put David's uh, quote up here to mm-hmm. comment up here, Suggs is all time records in near the all time records in appearances and minutes. So, you know, he's got a lot of run on those legs. And especially when you consider his position um, and what we've asked him to do the years that he's been here you know he he drops back he defends on that back line but then you see him bombing up taking earl out uh
1: every day <laughs>
2: um multiple times we saw him take earl out last year I'm and so sure
1: it's his mission now just to take me out
2: yeah he just he he sees earl and he just sees red and he's just like ah and so <clears throat> i wouldn't be surprised that's that's kind of why i want raddy to be back because i feel like you know you put raddy over there um, cause we've seen Austin kind of play on both sides and, and, and I think Raddy can kind of play on both sides, but he looked really good. Like a younger, faster, no offense, Suggs, uh, don't hurt me, um, version of Suggs over there. And, and we could use that, you, you know, we saw him provide spark and, and just uh, something different that we hadn't been throwing out there last year. And so I'd really like him to come back, even if Suggs comes back. You know, we we saw this year uh, he missed some time. Uh, like David said, he's up there in minutes and appearances in the USL um, all time. And so he's, he's uh, you know, he he's not, I don't think he's a, you know, 30, 28, 26 match guy that's going to go out there and give you 90 minutes for 26, 28 matches anymore. That's just not who he is. So, you know, if we take that and we give that to, that time to to ratty or or austin and then you bring in suggs you know 30 minutes at a time or, or have him start a few games um i could see that being
0: beneficial to us <laughs> interesting point here suggs is often the fastest player i mean that I, that wouldn't surprise me i mean suggs can get up he can get up and down the pitch like he he really can and you know, I and mean, we talked about this last year. You know, you have Suggs. If Raddy comes back, you have Austin. <laughs> you've got Harry on the left. You've got a, you've got just got a wealth of guys who can get up and down the pitch. And you know, it's I'm glad I'm not the coach in that instance trying to figure out who to put in there because I mean they all bring something different. You know, we have similarities. They have they have their differences. I mean, that's that that's a tough spot to be in if but I'm Zach Prince. We didn't really see Harry play that far back last
2: year. No, he was, he was more of a midfield or, you know, we would have Suggs in there on that side (laughs) of a back three. And then, you know, Harry would be either outside of Suggs or or up in front of Suggs a little bit in the midfield. So Harry to me, isn't in that same equation, but it's Austin and and ratty and Suggs definitely are. Uh, but I, I do feel like Austin specifically, you could put him on the opposite side. Um, and he can still do a lot of the same things he does on the other side. It might not be as strong. Um, He might not perform as strongly over there, but but he still is one of the best players on that right side if we uh, move him to that right side.
0: All right, so it sounds to me like you're leaning towards Suggsy returning, Sam retiring. What happens with Dev?
2: No, no I didn't say Sam retiring.
0: Or Sam leaving, I should say. Sam. Leaving. No, I said Sam... Okay. I said
2: Suggs and well, Dev retiring and Sam coming back because I broke the rules of your game. Yes, um, you did. <laughs> Dev, Dev and Suggs aren't going anywhere. They are You like, don't think so. No, the, I don't I don't know if they'll be players. Um you know next year I th- I wouldn't be surprised if they're both players, but you know eventually they're they're going to phase out, but I could see them be coaches for United for for a lifetime. Um But Sam, you know, I don't I don't I don't know. Sam could could come back or he could go somewhere else. I would love to see Sam back. I think I I feel I feel the same way about Sam as I feel about Austin and Brucey is that he just loves it here Mm -hmm. and and wants to be here. And so I could see him, you know, signing again and, and not even really looking everywhere else.
0: Um real quick I I'm, I'm going to throw a question to Earl but David are those stats available anywhere cuz I've tried looking and I I couldn't I didn't see them in the, I could have missed it maybe it's in the media guide but I'd be curious if if uh those sorts of stats are available anywhere for for the public or media to take a look at. Um Earl if you had to look at those three guys Suggs, Hamilton and Dev what odds would you give them each on returning? And, and real quick David as far as like a all-time uh the all-time records like appearances, minutes, goals, you know, that type of stuff.
1: Um, what odds would I give those three coming back? Mm-hmm. Um Sugsy, I'd say is almost a sure shot to come back. Okay. I mean, he's been the captain for well, going into five years. If he if he's captain again this year, then yeah, going into five years um dev I would say is about as equal as a chance just because I mean he's like the New Mexico favorite um Hamilton I I don't know I mean I hope I should probably not say this so I'm not going to That's where I'll end it. See, it. Okay. Just say allegedly
0: in front of it. Nope. I just. Okay. I mean, we'll 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 leave it at that. I mean, that's where that's where Earl stands. Um, for me, the odds of these guys returning. If I was to say, I'd absolutely want to re-sign one of these guys. One, I'm okay letting go. One, I think might retire. I want Sam. I, I absolutely want Sam back. Um. I felt like Sam did a lot of things really well. Uh, Sam, to me, really improved. You know, obviously over uh, I would say over 2020 to, to this year. Uh, you, know, you know, obviously he missed a lot of 2021 with a with the with the leg break. Um, so to me, Sam did a lot of really good things for the club, uh, p- particularly as a defensive midfielder. Uh, and then going not as he wasn't as strong going forward, but Sam did a lot of really good things. I felt like. Um, you know, with him, you had a guy that was reliable week in and week out to come in, give you, you know, 60, 90 minutes, uh, play strong defense, get the ball, and, and then look to hopefully get it forward. Um, uh, real quick, okay, David, maybe I overlooked it. I will definitely keep an eye out for that so that we're up to date on that. Um, Suggs, Joshua's dealing with some injuries last year. Um, he had an injury fairly early on. Came back from what I heard a little too soon, um, <clears throat> and so he he was—he missed a lot of last year. Um, the time we the times we saw him though, except for that little window where he did come back, I felt like he looked pretty good. Um, so I would be okay if I, I would hate to see Josh not break those records in in the black and yellow, but I would understand if he went somewhere else. I think he could he could be a starting left back for somebody else, especially when you have the guys that we've talked about in the club. Um, you know, I, I think it's hard to find Josh minutes. And so I think that's why why I lean towards him go, moving on somewhere else. Now, as for Dev, I love Dev to death. First goal in New Mexico United history, been part of a lot of big moments. He's He's loved by the community, by the club. Uh, you know, we know that he's not on a lifetime contract. We know that for a fact. Um, and, and so I just, I know he came back from the heart issue he had. He's, he's allegedly not on a lifetime contract. <laughs> allegedly, yes. Um, you know, he came back from the heart issue. He And I think he really was trying to find his place. And with the with the personnel that we had, he really only got limited minutes. So that being said, I, I yeah, could see that's what see, happens when you have seventeen strikers, right? Um, I could see Dev hanging them up. I could, and then moving into you know the, the technical side of the club, into the coaching box, you know, doing something along those along those lines, working with the academy, like he, like we've seen him do. Um, so, I, I, if I had to, I, I would love to see Dev come out and play in front of the faithful at least one more time just so he can get that pop, you know, get that farewell. Cause if Sacramento was his farewell, like I'm not okay with that. He's not
2: done. He's coming back. I would, I would bet my house on him and Suggs coming back. Honestly, aren't you in a state house?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Earl Jacob's playing with state money over there. So, um, so let me, let me ask you guys a question. Okay. You
2: know, it's, it's, Christmas in a few weeks, you know. I'm I'm assuming we'll probably record another United one, but just in case we don't, what does your United Christmas list look like as far as returning or new players coming in? Mm. And the new players doesn't have to be a specific player, it could be a a need that you feel like we have.
0: Andrew Carlton. No, I'm just kidding. God damn it, Seth. (laughs) I I'm kidding. I believe that, please. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I don't want I'm sorry. Look, I, I grew up. You know, I don't say grew up. No, no, we're just, just, yeah. just move on and answer the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't want Andrew Carlton. That—that's the whole. What Seth was gonna say was he
2: grew up idolizing Andrew in the Atlanta. No, 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 no,
0: no. I, grew up, I grew really up 30, loves him. I, I grew up twenty minutes from where he did. And so I had the chance to see him his play. Best as, friend. His as, best friend.
1: Allegedly. No, <laughs> allegedly. no, no.
2: He's no. okay. his best friend. <laughs> you know, anyway. So I got
0: to see. Anyway. Christmas list for United. You know. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I want to see. A tr- oh. I want to see a cam to spell bees. That's what I want to see. Someone who can fit that 10 or that six and really play the ball for you're muted isn't amando that guy though no Amondo's more of a winger amando plays more on the left wing yeah he can cut he inside does. but he he's not i don't see amando as as that as that cam though I um i mean because I, I i think uh, bees is i think bees is better at distributing in that central area amando is better playing off the wing or playing up at that up top what about surge sir okay Sergio Rivas he has some brilliant moments in 2022 he really did he's the guy that I think could fit that role but I think he's got two issues one I don't think he's unselfish enough on the ball to play it off to somebody else and I don't think he's creative enough <clears throat> Now, so he can make some runs and get him behind and and open up space, but I don't think he's creative enough to create goal scoring opportunities right. as as Beez or Armando. But I don't think so, I don't think I think Nava's better yeah, than Sergio is true. But are you
2: so are you looking at this like move Bees out of that position full time or or mm-hmm. just to spell Bees. You're Beez. just going to spell Bees. Bees is a guy that you should be playing. You know in a 34 match season
0: should mm-hmm. be getting you know 70 90 minutes probably 85 percent of the time at least yeah yeah
2: so you're not looking to bring in a star
0: no 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 no. To, I'm, lo- I'm looking for up. someone that can you know if be you know if on those short turnarounds like say open cup and all that because everything falls you know we got those short week multiple short week scenarios right. someone that can come in and give bees you know take over for bees 30 to for 30 to 45 minutes I, every few weeks or maybe get a a start here and there that that can still turn it on you know i would argue that
2: you know if you're looking for somebody that you know you put in there and and take bees out we're not going to drop anything we're we're not going to drop a level i i don't i don't think that's possible because that kind of player is is gonna want to be a starter and you know kind of like the forward situation last year you know, there's only so many minutes that can go on in that position. And so you have bees in there and you bring somebody else in, um, you know, that that's that quality. I, I don't see that working out to me. It's, it's somebody that we already have. It's, uh, you know, David says Nava for me is that guy. I think that's a, a good shout. And you said it earlier too, Seth. Uh, I think we, I don't think we go out and sign another per- person that can do that because I think the club would look at Nava, uh, Mondo, in a pinch and Rivas, um as guys that would already kind of step in and fill in in a pinch. And, and in a perfect world, that's all it's going to be is in a pinch. So I don't, I don't see that coming uh, unless it's a guy that's, uh, you know, a, a solid winger that we can play out kind of like a Mondo where, you know, we can start him out somewhere else, but then he can step into that role if he needs to. So he's still getting a lot of minutes um otherwise no matter who you put in there we're going to drop off if bees is 100 and is having a good season
0: yeah no i i agree you know bees a healthy bees you know that that's able to be to be fluid and and work in space and 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 create he's he's the number one guy and like i agree with you like you're not going to bring in another starter you're going to bring a guy like and nava could be the guy i don't know he has that he's necessarily a true 10 but he's a guy that can that can play out of the six, play that ten, you know, play you know, play through the midfield, and and be a a spark generator, which is what we saw from him all right. in, throughout twenty twenty two. I just wish we had seen more of Nava, like, and, and maybe it was just a, you know, I know there was there was something off the field that he was that he was dealing with. We don't know details or anything like that, but and like, you know,
2: he got knocked up. Knocked. knocked he did, up. yeah. Uh, nicked up, whatever you're going to call it. Uh, Got a knock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Earl in his pink shirts laughing at me. Um, and,
0: and you know, I think Sergio at his, when we saw Sergio at his best, I think he was playing that 11. You know, he played that, that forward position and creating and making those runs and getting in behind. That's where I felt Sergio was, was at his best last season. Not necessarily playing out of the midfield. Yes, he's a guy that can drive from deep and push the ball forward, but his best performances were when he were pu- when he was pushing that, that eleven position. Well, because I remember in twenty twenty one, you know, we were we were crying
2: about uh, Juan Pablo Guzman being in there so much, and uh, we were we were all kind of doing it. Said so Earl just happened to be the loudest crybaby about it, um, and I mean that in a good way, Earl. Um, you know, and then then we I remember one match. I don't remember who it was against, but we saw Sergio come into that midfield. And he would actually collect the ball in the middle of the field, and then turn and have space. And instead of passing it back, like we accused Juan Pablo Guzman of doing, he he dribbled forward and attacked, and he led to two goals that match, and, and maybe not direct assist, but you know the hockey assist or or something along those lines. And um, we sat there and were like, "Wow, that was impressive." And so he's shown that he can, you know, be that connection between the midfield and and the guys up front um maybe not in the same way that bees does it but in a way at least and so I think that he he has shown that he has the capability whether he's that's the best at it or what it uh it's yet to be seen but I think as far as what your wish list was I think we already have your wish list I think it's Sergio I think it's Nava I think it's moreno in a pinch
0: um Sergio to me just is too inconsistent.
2: Oh, for sure, but if you can, if you're just looking at him for, you know, a thirty minute stint here uh, on on times when we bees is worn out, or to start a match here or there, excuse me here or there for when bees has been run ragged, um, I, I think he can he can come in there and you might not get top notch Revas, and I can't believe that I'm I me am the one arguing pro Revas here, uh, because he has been severely overrated to me. Um, since we signed him, but here, here we are. I am arguing for pro. I, I think he can do in, do a good enough job to spell bees. You just don't want him to
0: have to do it night in, night out. Right, right. I'm gonna, think, I'm gonna take one step at Earl's wish list here, and I think I'm gonna get it. He wants Yuma. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Defend yourself, Earl. He,
0: <laughs> he unmutes the mic. Unmutes the
2: mic to take a drink. Ah, Earl. He can't defend himself. <laughs> yeah, that drew another face from from David. There.
0: Look, I think uh, Yuma's, Yuma's already back with El Paso. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, El Paso. Um, that's yeah. that's that's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. We'll get. Are into you gonna at some
1: talk, point. Earl? Well, know You guys gonna let me? I, That's why we asked, asked you three yeah. questions and you unmuted to take a drink of water. Um, no, it's not Yuma. You're stupid as fuck. Um, my wish list is a midfield that passes forward that can collect the ball and do exactly that. Instead are... of,
0: have yeah. you seen how many back passes there are in the world cup?
2: He hasn't watched
0: the World
1: Cup. And with that, I'll be signing off.
0: <laughs> so, so okay. no, I mean, understandable. So, so are you looking for like a particular He's position gone. or <laughs> is there, do you, is there a player you have in mind? Is there a, a particular role? Like, do you need, do you, are you saying like a box to box mid, a midfielder? Are you looking for a guy, a possession guy who can, you know, take the midfield and move forward? Like, what are you looking for? I don't care if it's Jesus.
1: The fact is, I want to see more attack and a whole lot less uh, back passes when we're in the attacking half, uh, because we can be on the opposing freaking penalty box, and all of a sudden Tambakis is with the ball again. <laughs> <is deep. laughs>
0: David's what I was gonna say. <laughs>
1: I fucking quit. I, you know, I'm done. okay okay
2: earl 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 Earl. i'll I'll simplify the question earl 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 out of the players from last year that have not been brought back who do you want to see back
1: anyone but sam god damn it
2: earl seth what about you Um... if if, if the team was to announce a christmas day re-signing what would make you Ooh, happiest on Christmas morning? Christmas Day re-signing. A Christmas Day re-signing. Who do you
0: want that to be? Of the players that have not been announced. Dev. I'm going to give two names. Let me give two. Raddy and Jerome. Jerome's a good shout. I want to see that. I, I I would give <clears throat> anything to see those two back. Because I, I feel like Jerome could really like help push this team forward. I really do. And Raddy's just absolutely dynamic. We talked about him earlier. So, what
2: about you, Earl? I already fucking told you. No, no, not anybody. But one, one
0: name. I gave
2: you one name. Oh yeah, you said Dev, huh? Yeah. He shouldn't count because we talked about Dev for like twenty minutes earlier. But okay,
0: you know I want to see the club announce Earl as the backup goalkeeper.
2: David, David, let me do this. Make this happen. Can can at one halftime this year. Can me and Earl have a penalty shootout where we're we're one of us one of us is the keeper one of us is the shooter and then we switch and see who wins there? I would I would die I would die for that. Earl is
0: a starter, Jimmy. <laughs> mean. No, I agree. I think we've got to set that up. Jacob and Earl I would, a penalty shootout. Would love this. Yes, we, we got to give was... us
2: heads
1: up though because I will practice my ass off. Yeah, hey David, David. If we can make that happen, like that would be that would be awesome. I already hey. made it happen against Casey, so we're good. It would
2: it would probably be a better shootout than Japan. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there.
1: <laughs> just I need a yesterday, there. So I like, get my waiver and my insurance ready.
2: We'll we'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah. All right. He might not be able to give us an okay right now, but we'll make it happen. <laughs> if anything, we'll film it. We'll just go to a park and film it.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll make Pete that right happen.
2: Now. There we'll get go. some. We'll get some goalkeeper loves from United to borrow for, for sure. charity. Yes, no, yeah. yes,
0: absolutely. We'll do it
2: for yeah. for the Somos Unidos Foundation. Yeah, for sure. There we go. <laughs> we would absolutely I'm so we would love that. that. Yeah, my heart that, is literally racing right now. That would be I'm awesome. So pumped for that. That would be awesome. So pumped for that.
0: <clears throat> All right, anyway. so gonna, We have talked around it. Earls Earls kind of sort of given us an answer. Um, that brings us to you. Know, the, and I think this is going to affect. Potentially, what happens with Jerome Kisavetter and, and what happens with, with Dev? The signing of Greg Hurst from Phoenix Rising. United did, tr- uh, Greg Hurst was announced as a transfer from Phoenix Rising. Uh, in return, United sent an international player slot, which we don't actually hear a whole lot about at the USL level over to Phoenix Rising. Uh, so, as far as we know, Phoenix Rising now has eight international slots for the 2023 season. And United picks up a striker who has done pretty well at his position at each of his stops throughout the USL Championship, USL championship league one. And, uh, and before that, so, uh, guys, Greg Hurst, I mean, this is a guy that we talked about last year. We talked about throughout the season in our, in our meetings with Phoenix rising. He's a guy that I had as my player to watch uh, a number of different times. And I think this is an exciting signing for United. This is a guy who can he can work his way into the box. He's, he, he's, he's, not necessarily the paciest guy He's not going to outpace you know kev as far as I can as far as what I've seen, but he can get into the box, he can shoot from distance, he can you know he can be a, a difference maker um Earl, when you saw that we s- transferred a player from rising of all places, what was your initial reaction and and you know how do you feel about Hursty coming in? Yes, Earl. I noticed you were busy doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: <laughs> what's my reaction to Hurst coming in? I I like it because we didn't have a clear goal scorer last year. I mean, we couldn't put the we can put the ball in if we wanted to. Even if we walked it in and dropped it off there, we still couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so having someone that knows how to score goals and has proven himself to score goals, especially against us. Um, I mean, I do believe he scored that breakout goal in the in the Phoenix match that we played over there. He scored oh,
2: once against once against the mm-hmm.
1: Yeah so having someone that can actually score goals um, and has proven to score goals Makes me excited. Um, I want to see how they actually play around that. Like, do they have two up top where they have Mondo and, and Hurst or they have freighter and Hurst or anything like that? What kind of combination they mix in with Hurst? Um, but I do believe that that front line, that attacking line is going to revolve around getting Hurst the ball and hoping that he puts it in. though. So- Nice try, motherfucker,
0: for trying to throw me off. <laughs> uh, I mean, does the fact that he's coming from Phoenix, does that, like, no, taint that it a little not. bit? Or is, okay. No. All right, no
1: so- it, it actually makes it better because um, the grass is always greener on the other side. And in this case, fuck Phoenix. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jacob Phoenix fans are obviously not happy about this. Um, You know, uh, some of the folks that we have heard from over on Twitter, or we've interacted with before, were big fans of Rakers. You know, big proponents of him, and and certainly supported you know him over there. Um, Does this speak? I mean, what does this say about? uh, I mean, Rising's management—they're able, they're willing to let go of someone. You know, that, that was that big of a part of their offense to I'd say a rival club I would so I know Hurst
2: kind of spoke up Phoenix uh you know kind of stood up for him a little bit in his press conference uh in in his announcement press conference with with United but I have to believe that he wasn't happy there Mm -hmm. and like he wanted a change because he was one of their lone bright spots last year, him and Ben Lone basically um, were, were the two bright spots for Phoenix last year. Uh, he was obviously liked by the fans. Um, so it, it's one of two things it is, you know, he came over expecting to play for Rick chance and, you know, Rick lost the locker. I don't even, I won't even say he lost the locker room. I think he just, just, his time ran out there for whatever reason and either two things happened hursty was upset by that fact and wanted out or juan uh i can't think of juan's last name now the new coach anyways juan Guerra. yeah uh didn't uh mesh well with hursty um because how you how you would trade a guy for an international spot after the year that he had for them and as good as he looked is crazy to me. How you do that to a team that <laughs> not only the fans, but the front office had issues with last year in us, um, you know, with the whole COVID game and everything like that. The fact that it was not only traded, but traded to us, blows my mind to be completely honest it it almost feels like hey hey guys hey united uh this is phoenix talking um you know how we said that thing where you guys kind of fucked us over with the code match and it wasn't you know 100 percent true we're kind of sorry about that and so do you want this player with uh and you, you just got to give us like an international spot i would we'll, we'll, We'll take that and like a pack of gum if you got it, <laughs> uh, just as like a peace offer for for what happened earlier. It, it almost feels like like that, or I don't know. It, it's
1: a weird, weird thing. But at the end of the day, so when you when you offer this pack of gum, is it like a big red? Oh, it's five. No, it's five. Fruit? Oh it's five! five. Oh, look, you're going. Big it's on and that it's one. the big. It's the oh, big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can five. tell you now that offer did not happen. It was like it a was half- the little one. It was a half the impact of juicy fruit. No, no, it was the it was the little twenty five cent five stick packs yeah, of juicy of fruit. juicy fruit.
2: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Hurst, you know, s- six goals, five now? assists, nineteen hundred and fifty two minutes for for rising and thirty one appearances last year. Like, yeah, it it doesn't make to me. It doesn't make any sense for them to to transfer him out
2: to a rival. So, yeah,
0: doesn't... to to especially to a rival. Like, it just doesn't. And like like we said, in return they get an international spot. Which I mean, they've already signed multiple international players here um, over the break, and so I don't know. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I mean, they, they've certainly hit on other players before. I mean, they hit on JJ Williams last year, you yeah. know. But like, I just Hurst was such a, an integral part of that of that offense and what they of where they were successful.
2: If you, so if you if when I separate the whole, how the fuck did this go down? with the impact that it has on United's roster going into, uh, going into 2023, you know, he, he's perfect. I mean, he, he's, he's a, a bigger dude. He's a fast dude. He, and you know, he talks about his holdup play, his goal scoring, you know, six goals, five assists. Um, you know, that's it for that many minutes. It's not like, wow, that's incredible. Like it's, it's not, to me, it's not the Nico Brett after his season with Birmingham Legion last year. So it's not us bringing him in last year after his 2021 season with Birmingham Legion where he had like 17 goals, but he just does so many good things. And, you know, you pair him with, with a key I wouldn't be opposed to Nico Brett coming back, uh, even though it's, uh, you know, the money might be kind of, kind of up there for his production that he had last year know we just we don't know what that situation is but if you if you bring bring a couple more players in up top with Hurst uh to play off of him to work with him to spell him at times so we need I, 22 strikers yeah six. <laughs> six, okay. <Two>, six six okay <laughs> you know you just need uh and and then the only like negative ish thing I'll say about it is you know we had Nico Brett, we had Jerome Kiesavetter, we had Romario Williams, uh, despite what Earl says about him. You know, we had Kevon. Like, we had some really good talent up top last year, and we still couldn't quite perform in the goal-scoring department anyways. And so Hurst isn't, like, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say Hurst is going to come in and fix all that. <clears throat> like, it's obviously a team issue that we had scoring goals. And And so, I don't know. I think another year in Prince's system, uh, some some different talent, some better talent, some more talent. however you want to look at it, you know, around Hurst um, is, is what's going to make the difference. And but but Hurst is a great step forward and a and a great addition. And anything that you know better's us and hurts Phoenix. Uh, it's just it's just almost too good to be true. Like and I David- feel like I feel like you know. It, David says gift horse. Like part of me in the back of my mind, like the cynical back of my mind is like, he's a fucking Trojan horse. Like Phoenix sent him over here to like sabotage us somehow. Cause I just don't understand anything else. I just don't get
0: it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Hearst, obviously, you know, it'll be interesting to see who, who else comes in. You know, we, um, uh, MLS uh, Aces reached out to us today on Twitter, asked us for, you know, depth chart information, trying to make sure they had it correct for for their background information. And uh, it was really kind of interesting to see, like, where he thought things were at and, like, where we kind of see everyone fit, or at least what I said, you know, where I felt like, you know, you know, where people fit in. And so it'll be interesting to see who plays up top with Greg, you know. Um do you do you put a pacey guy like Nico or kavan in there do you put you know a, a jerome up there with them you know two guys that they're they're gonna be big and physical you're muted
2: i never thought Nico as a of as a pacey guy but
0: well more than more so than than dev well you know dev yeah i yeah, think Jerome's De-
2: pacier than Nico though
0: you think so oh yeah I think so maybe we can get them in like you know in like a, a forty david
2: David tell us in uh in in training Nico or, or Kisa Vedder when healthy, you know, who, who seemed to be faster. If you could answer that for us.
0: There you go. Interesting. Interesting question there. Um, Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see who gets paired with, with, with Hurstie up there. Like I think he's going to be a great addition. I think he's going to open up some opportunities for, for guy, for himself and for guys around him. Um, and, you know, obviously going forward, we hope to see you know more guys finding the back of the net more consistently than what we did here in 2022. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. We still have a long way to go. There's still a lot of the roster left up in the air. Um, good question. Don't oh, here you. Go. David got an answer for us. Good question. Don't know on that one. Jerome certainly has the money strides, but I'm not sure speed wise. Longer, longer strides. Longer strides. There you go. Longer strides. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And you know, you th- Jacob, you mentioned Hershey bringing some size. I mean, he, uh, he is a, a guy he, he's listed at six, one, uh, you know, we haven't really had necessarily had a whole lot of height in the striker position. Uh so that'll be good to see. Um and, it, and it's not so much the height. I mean it, it is height. Su- Yeah, he's, he's we've he's had a big group, we've had yeah.
2: Kavon, you know, Kavan's a, a tall guy. Dev's dev's six two, you know, and, and dev's beefy. Mm-hmm. But what I what I like about Hearst is that, you know, he's got essentially dev's size, but you know, somebody like Jerome's speed. Like yeah. he's not lumbering uh to put it mildly like dev um but he's still that big body that can you know go up and win a header can 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 fight a guy off his back and and it, it, have some older
0: play i want to see you and dev in a foot race me and dev yeah you and dev oh he'd kick my ass but he's, <laughs> he's he's a professional athlete like
2: and i'm older than him i would hope he would beat me. okay
0: all right fair enough
2: um. Yeah, it, long way to go. You give me time. I'll try it though. I'll okay. give me a little time to warm up and a little <laughs> bit of time to get it in. But like, like next year after
0: I do the police academy, um, we'll see. We'll see. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Yeah. Are Are you doing anything to to get uh, to prepare yourself? No. To get, no. Not. It's the holiday season, and I'm not going till July <laughs> now. So okay, not going no. till July. Okay.
2: No. I if if it was looking like I would go. In January, I would think about it, but so I just Saturday is my official first day as the superintendent. Okay. So because it took so long for you know Santa Fe to get their stuff together um, and, and push that through, yeah. Which it,
1: it, that, it, that's it, all it, you, dude. Your your fucking department's a mess. Well, yeah,
2: but and actually, it's gotten a lot better from what I hear because I you know my boss was telling me that it used to take six months to move from job to job officially back in the day so you know for me it was only like two and a half um but because of that and then you know and i we still have three months till till january but um you know i've got or three weeks sorry um but the paperwork to get into the police academy takes a lot longer than that so so yeah i won't be going to the next one which i believe is in july so so i'll start working on it after the new year all right i was just i was just curious about that i've been meaning I, to ask you so i did i did start doing stuff until it was like yeah you're not going and you're not going in january don't worry about it then i was like oh okay holiday season cool i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna do me then and then and then after that you know i'll go through six months of of pre-training before i go to the academy there you go all right so
0: i mean i don't know i didn't have any other topics for tonight you guys got anything else you want to throw out there before. Earl did. Earl said he did. Okay. Earl, what you got?
2: I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just (laughs) want to see what Earl would do. No, I think I think that's it. You know, we're getting just little pieces of news here from United uh, over the World Cup and the holidays, but I expect after Christmas, um, you know, right around Christmas to get a a, another one or two and then and then you'll get get a bunch right there after you know, January first for sure. So you know
0: what? I know I know what a great Christmas present from the club would be. And David's here. Dave could probably help make it, make this happen. Somos Moss being named the official podcast in New Mexico United. Yeah, see, I I think Earl fucks that up for us. <laughs> I think I think
2: Earl's <laughs> hatred of some of the players and his, you know, bad talking Sam and, and Juan Pablo Guzman, I don't know if they'll they'll go for that. Uh you we could I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What do you think, David? I, I still,
0: I still want se- to set some stuff up, like go behind the scenes a little bit, see if we can do
2: I that. mean, we're the only one at the yeah. moment. I know I know Chris put out a couple episodes last year, um, but it was more, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> did it go out of did it go out on you again,
0: Earl? Oh no.
2: Oh, oh! Wait. Say something so I can see if your mic's working. Damn it! Do you love him? Say you love him. Say, um, say that you okay. love him, please.
1: So, say
2: you love me.
1: <clears throat> I'm all Come about up. taking one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It has to be believable. So, I don't hate JPG. No, undying love. Is hang on, hang why. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So the undying love that I have for him is that he was part of the club. So he was. I don't know if that's going to cut it, but. Good he try. was good and try. is will all, and will always be he part was, of history. Uh, he was always part of year one. Always part of year one. You can't take exactly. that away from him. So yeah, so I have an undying love for the time that he spent here if that counts for anything <laughs> and if that's not good enough david i'll write you a letter <laughs> i'm going to i'm
2: going to find a, a love an a, a romance novel and i'm going to put earl and juan pablo guzman with his hair and his shirt off on the cover and earl's going to be in juan pablo guzman's arms like like this and and guzman's hair is just going to be flowing and oh uh, it's if gonna someone, be great. If
0: someone can Photoshop, that'd be fantastic. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah,
2: it's one of those times that I wish I was an artist because I would start working on it right away.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on uh, on Earl's admission that he uh pre- that he loves JPG's time with the club, Jacob, I think that's gonna just about do it. For yeah, us, please so. get
1: us out of here. <laughs> <get us out laughs> Sucking in something else. Some he's other. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna throw up as soon as we get out. He's just gonna be like, I can't
2: believe I said that.
1: <laughs> I actually missed a call for that, so you guys are fucking welcome. I
2: don't. No, we come first. Damn it! how How long have you known us? How long? How long, girl? How long? Rose before hose, man. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go. That far.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, I met you in the parking lot in year one, getting free tickets. That was, that was five years ago, buddy.
1: We'll talk about this tomorrow, Jacob.
2: Okay, okay. Anyways, uh David, thank you so much uh, for being in the chat. Pretty yes, much the whole show. Um, well, <laughs> 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 thanks, Seth.
1: Thanks a lot, Seth. This one wasn't even me. <laughs> it was so... clearly Seth. Well, <laughs> anyways, I, I, I anyways, can't anyways. pronounce well, my undying love for anyone else. That's the problem. We'll 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 fix it. We'll fix it. Well we'll work hard this offseason uh
2: to get back in the good graces of David. Um but no David, thank you thank you for being in the chat. Uh Robert, I know you were here uh for a cup of coffee at least. Uh you you threw in uh hi gentlemen and then I uh, hope Weehan retires in the chat. Um are you feeling all right? You didn't get a team yeah.
1: earl in there? Yeah, hold the fuck um, up. I didn't even get a team earl.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Robert, uh, you're, you're slacking there, buddy. Uh, Robert, hopefully, if you're hopefully still he's there. Okay. You can he's save gone. yourself. I think he's gone. But if, if, we'll if call he's him. not. <laughs> anyways. Um. Uh, yeah. So we, I don't know when we'll have another United show. Uh, we'll probably wait at least a couple of weeks to see if uh, if we get some more news, uh, especially with the alleged signing of Tambakis tomorrow, and us already talking about that. You know, we might not have much to talk about um, going into to the next couple of weeks, depending on what, what they decide to do with releasing uh, signings and stuff. So uh, we'll just kind of play it by year. See, see when we think we need to do a podcast after some more announcements and stuff, but you will catch us Friday um, after the first two quarterfinal final matchups. Um, I, me and Seth will at least be on here. Earl's kind of a, uh, a wild card, you know, a, might be here uh <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna call back to seth seth's, seth's uh, comment <laughs> but i'm not going to um we'll, we'll just have to see we'll just have to see about earl but uh somebody will be on this podcast one of the two one or two of the three of us will be on this podcast friday uh talking about the world cup quarterfinal matchups and uh you know reviewing two of them previewing the next two and and we really hope that you guys are enjoying that and And I know we're having a good time talking about it. And so I'm a little bummed that we couldn't keep up our everyday. There's soccer. We do a podcast. But hey, life gets in the way. Uh, Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I still think we've done pretty good about covering it. And I hope you guys continue to to join us for that. Uh, You know, we only have, you know, 10 more days left. You know, the 18th is the the finals matchup. And we'll be obviously coming to you after that one. So uh, to Friday night, 9 o'clock catch us for world cup news uh and we'll keep you posted on our social media and on on the world cup matchups obviously or the w- world cup podcast we'll we'll tell you when we're going to do another united one if it's before the end of the world cup or not so until to friday uh some of news, guys.
0: you've been listening to somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on new mexico united the usl and the new mexico runners All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.